0: San Francisco 49 deep in the heart like Joe Montana in the corner D. Clark. Hurst, going 99 don't get it twisted. One and all prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side...
1: It's the 49 a faithful UK show. So who needs Disneyland when you can ride the roller coaster from the comfort of your own home Not easy to sum up that game so basically we're in the Super Bowl baby. I'm Gareth Ellis and while they are champions every day, they are just a little bit more champion-y today. It is Paul Hope.
0: I'm feeling super, boys. I'm feeling super. I knew you would be. It's MC Lee Gowland.
2: Hey, guys. What a game. What a game.
1: And <laughs> good to see you back. Ooh la la. It's Najikura. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so, lads, another routine, stress free win. Um, did you manage to yeah. stay awake? Bit dull, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. a bit. Just a yeah. bit. Bit boring. Routine. I'm <laughs> flagging well, it's it Such a boring yeah. game. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm interested to hear what talking points you might have uh, squeezed out of that game. Who should we start with? Let's start with Paul because he's always done his homework.
0: Yep. Well, you stole my thunder with the emotional roller coaster. I knew someone would. So, first talking point, chaps, is never lose hope, always keep the faith. The second talking point is the immaculate deflection, which would have been made better <laughs> if it was a touchdown. I knew you'd like that one, Nadji. And my third one got to say, Gareth, the Lions bowled me over in the first half, but wow, that second half was special. That's pretty good. Lee, what have you got?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, you've nicked one of mine as well, but I'm going with it anyway. A a river of emotions, a clutch performance, and missed opportunities. Very nice.
3: Mm, Yeah,
1: he's good. Nanji, what
3: have you got? Uh, Yeah, I had uh, definitely Tales of Two Halves. I had uh, experience over rookies, and uh, I can't remember my last one. God, I haven't done this in in too long. Uh, Oh, yeah, that was it. Uh, Just, you know, MVP performance by Brock Birdie.
0: I knew you'd have that one, Nadji. I had one prepared in case you weren't ready, and it was one heck of a game manager, a.k.a. Fred Warner. But I wanted to leave... (laughs) Brock 30 okay. for Nadji, yeah, great on the back,
3: buddy. Of
1: course, Brock. How could I forget? Yeah, well, I've I've, uh, I've got a little brook. little touch of Brock there with some uh, bounce Brock ability. Um, nice word, um, bit bit philosophical. This one, I think, stars always shine brightest in the darkest nights.
0: Very nice.
1: And finally, yeah. <sighs> shame it had to be the Lions. But there we go. There's always yeah. there's always got to be a loser. <sighs>
3: Let's start may, with I, may I jump in on. for one second before we, can we go further? Because I haven't been here for a while, so I'd like to apologise to everybody for that. Uh, i i know i don't need to apologize and i i would have taken the time off uh, because i needed it but i just wanted to say thank you uh first of all to all you free because you've been amazing and supportive and everybody in the group has really i've had so many messages from people uh checking up on me saying they were in the stand and and just being nice to me and i needed it and uh yeah thank you very much uh i'm not completely 100 percent back and i don't think i'll ever will be uh, because. <laughs> Um but yeah that, that's that's what I want to say this community is amazing um if it wasn't for us winning and you guys have been absolutely you know um just incredible this past two weeks and it's helped a lot. I almost didn't jump back in the chats yesterday but I felt like it would help and boy did it help and obviously the game too. Uh but yeah so I just want to say really massive thank you to everyone.
1: You were missed, Najee. The shows weren't quite the same.
2: Yeah, there? you were. So. You were, Najee. Thanks, Adam. Great All stuff. Right. Let's, talk, let's talk football.
1: Yeah, back to business. Uh, Brock, let's start with Brock. It's got to be yeah. Brock. Go on, Najee. You're, uh, you're back in the saddle now.
3: <clears throat> yes, I am. Um, you know... I... Tale of two half for sure, Brock definitely didn't look quite as good in the first half either. But then I just rewatched it in 40, and he played so well, even in the first half. And he made some clutch plays in the first half, even just to score that one touchdown. Because uh, the game would have been definitely a lot different at 24-zip. Um, just to get us in, um, in, you know, just to have that only two, two touchdown def- deficit uh he played so really well that that drive where we scored uh he was absolutely clutch i mean the pass to Jawan on on our third and whatever one and if if the brandon iu plays insane this one is very close second for sure um so yeah just that performance alone just that first half alone and i know he wasn't even he missed a couple of throws and all that it wasn't even that purdy-ish but just watching it back i was just like oh i forgot how good he was in the first half and he he really didn't really make that any mistake apart from the pick obviously uh, which really even wasn't a mistake really he just got his hand hit and he couldn't throw it the way he wanted but yeah um uh, uh <laughs> especially when you watch the game before and the way lamar played and the mvp conversation now, i know it's just one game and lamar played really well the whole season but you know, the contrast when it mattered the most I thought Brock really put his best foot forward and just carried us to that victory. And as soon as he clutched that momentum, he wasn't going to let it go. And he led that team to to this victory and this comeback. Uh, I thought, and he got the MVP in Discord. Uh, there was massive shout out for BA and Kyle uh, for the first time in, in a long time um on on discord anyway but yeah it, mvp for us in on discord and i agree with it uh yeah just you know franchise qb <laughs> that doesn't look like it's a second year in the league uh carrying us to a super bowl what what wow. else would you want you know from mr irrelevant so yeah he's he's amazing and uh he's slowly changing the narrative about Justin Herbert and Brock Purdy <laughs> 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 um I, yeah, no, he's 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 quite something, and he showed it last night. I thought. Uh, tell me, tell me what you thought. Did you yeah, watch the game again and and notice that first half? Because I, I completely forgot until I watched it again. I was just like, wow, what a game!
0: What a I watched game. it back. I, I said she's off. Air. I finished work a little bit earlier today because I was a bit tired. And that throw to Jennings, you referenced there. <laughs> uh, well, to be fairly, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, I was at home yeah. doing the social media stuff, but that that. Throw to Jennings in the game 40. When you see it from the other angle, mm. it's Mahomes esque. If Mahomes are yeah, the same player, one, it's the fact that he's like he's got that like Jordan style body type, and the way he's just put touch on it, he just lobbed it over. Heading in this game, Gareth Purdy has been typecast by many as your yeah, pro typical game manager. The team has taken that personal, which I like. Alex Smith. I loved his bit before the game where he said, I'm the unofficial president of the game manager (laughs) club, and Brock Purdy's not allowed in. And the knock on Brock, I've heard it all year off non-Niners fans, it was getting louder by the end of the first quarter, just on social media. Brock was a passenger more than the driver, Nadji. He's a beneficiary more than the benefactor. Kyle was playing not to lose, rather than to win, and he didn't trust Brock. And I think that's why I liked Kyle and Brock's embrace at the end of the game. And it shows that he's he loves this kid. And, and it shows he just lets him play. And it's the modern put-down chaps, isn't it, in QB talk. Oh, he's a game manager. Dink and dunk. And after that first half, the season was done. How many people did we see post on the group? The season was done. I'm walking away. I've seen fair few posts. One advantage of not drinking mm. is you capture all these posts in the early hours and you think, you're going to look a bit silly when you come back. And I like the fact that the team have come out, lads, and said, nobody was going mad at half-time. Carl Shanahan even said he got the team together and went, we're only 17 points down. As badly as we've played, we are only 17 points down. And it was one of my talking points. I said, this team is special. How can you not get on board the brocket? Well, the brocket ship, as Nadji calls it, now he's back. He became who we needed him to be. He was a playmaker. Look at his stats. Second half, 13 of 16, 267 yards. He added 48 with his feet. Ticked off my ball prediction, that I said 300 yards for Brock. He gave me 315. The interception, again, we've been here before. It's not Jimmy-esque. His hand was tipped. The team aren't worried. And that throw to Brandon Ayuk. That's why we moved off Jimmy. We saw what happened in 2019, 2020, when Jimmy overthrew Sanders. Kyle wouldn't let Jimmy air it out. He gives Brock the trust. And yes, the immaculate deflection, which we'll come on to. There was a bit of luck. But you need luck in this wonderful game of football. Totally. But Brock, there was a flag. There was a led flag. About it. I mean, Gareth last week the knock on Brock Purdy. Was he only came back from four points? So he decided to let the Lions seventeen point head start just tied for the second largest comeback in mm-hmm. NFC Championship history. I mean, can you remember what the last one was, chaps?
1: The last team. Mm. I think I saw the stat up on the screen.
0: So no,
3: another game. So, yeah, I what wonder what the, think. I wonder what the haters are gonna choose to to bash on this time. Uh, it's gonna be hard for them to find excuses now. What do you think?
2: Yeah, definitely, the, the excuses are gone now. There's no excuse for any hit yeah, on. They'll 30. find something.
3: They'll find they will. something.
2: They will. Because that's the type of people they are. And they want to the clickbait because they haven't got the talent to actually get the views, which is why they'll do something like that. But I, I did the same as you, Nigel. I watched the game back. I think it was six o'clock tonight, and and to be honest, so so obviously last night when I was hosting the the event, I decided not to drink, so I was on the non 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 alcoholic beers until half time. That is, <laughs> <laughs> and then I cracked. Um, but in the first half, my recollection of the game was that. Nobody in the team had had a particularly good game.
0: So when I watched it
2: back and I was watching some of the throws Purdy was making in the first half, I was saying, well, actually, those were bloody good throws. Yeah, and it was just a case of I wasn't giving the Lions defense the credit they deserved for the performance they put up in the first half. They they were flawless. They executed exactly like it should be executed, everything went right for them. They were very, very good. And they're going to be a very good team for a long time because they're a young team. So I was able to look at that tonight with fresh eyes, watch it again, and I've come away thinking it wasn't that bad in the first half.
0: Well, we said that in Discord, Lee, me and Nadji were... So we weren't sure if Nadji was joining us. So me and Paul Scrimshaw had a little get-together and said, let's keep the Discord chat on fire. And then Nadji strolled in. It was just, it was the highlight of the first half. Naji popped up and was like, I'm back. And Naji dropped a comment in. So I think someone had put, that's it, lads, pack it up. Game's done towards the end of the first quarter. And Nadji was like, you do realise this is the NFL. And this is what we keep saying, the eye test. The Lions did everything right. Obviously, Andy, who we had on the show last week, he was in Dreamland, he was texting me, and he was saying everything that we've tried has worked. You look at the stats, third and nine, third and 12, third and 18, they were just running them in. <laughs> and I started to think third and long what is it with this Niners defence and third and long I know but, Nadji you said it and people seem to think I don't know whether after the performance last week that we were going to come in and put the 27 points that Brock scored on his five consecutive drives at the start of the game but this is 49 of faithful UK baby it's the emotional roller coaster. and Lee I'm surprised we've got 12 minutes in and you haven't said curse what curse <laughs> <laughs> well- so I, I,
2: I did the same as uh, many other people who were at the event. I, I stayed off social media. Um, I knew exactly what was going to happen, and where they were going to go down with it, and this whole Leeds curse. Let's, so, so let's address that. And it's going to sound insulting, Then you know what, I don't care. I do not care. If you're a grown adult, and you think that some a group of fans in the UK has influenced a game, in the United States, for professional athletes, you are mental. <laughs> there is something wrong with you. Seriously? A curse? You I believe mean, in witchcraft then? Is, is people that
3: grasp uh, whatever they can to make themselves mm. be- feel better. It's, it's a totally a human reaction. Yeah. I get it. I get ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. Some of it is tongue
0: in cheek, isn't it? Some of it is tongue in cheek. Yeah, sometimes
3: what? it is. It's just, it's just a good way of justifying something. Uh, which you can't actually justify by any.
2: It, it's because so. they don't want to admit they were beaten by a better team. That's what it yeah,
3: is. Yeah. This is what I wanted to do Be- uh, before we go further. I think the the one play that really r- grasped the whole concept to me of the first half on our side is the third and ten to to Ayuk where he, he dove and tried to catch it and couldn't hang on to it. Yeah. Um. I think. As bad as we were, I think if Ayuk if catches that ball, we're driving. And I think if we we score on that drive, it's 21-14 at the half. So it's not, even, it's not really that bad. And obviously he didn't, and then they scored that field goal, which makes it 17. And yeah, as you said, and, and absolute kudos to the Lions. They played really, really well in the first half. Uh, they were all over us. Our run defense was really stout. Um, I mean, they were stacking eight in a box. It's really stopped the run with eight people. Um, Yeah, they played really well. And on offense, they really took it to us. And we couldn't stop them. We didn't find anything to stop them unless they, even in the second half, I'm going to say, I think they kind of beat themselves a little bit. But I just, that first half and coming back to Brock, I thought Brock really fought through it and kept us in it as much as he could. Despite everything going wrong for us and everything going right for them, not not necessarily just pure luck, but they, they they made their own luck and they played really really well. I was very surprised at how how well they played. I, it wouldn't surprise me if Dowse gets a head coach job tomorrow or the day yeah, after. Yeah, he's
0: on the list. Nadji Andy said yeah, that last yeah. week. He said every team is interviewed him. Yeah, um,
3: very impressive, especially with. And then that we're going to talk about it later in the second half especially with people like Jared Goff because I think I think the biggest mistake and we're going to talk about Dan Campbell in fourth down I'm sure but like the best, the biggest mistake that Dan Campbell had and made I think is trust, trust Jared Goff to carry them to to a Super Bowl and I just don't think he has a Nm He's good I don't he's good but he's he's like Jimmy he'll take you to a Super Bowl but he'll also not take you to a Super Bowl it's not just on him like bro and and it contrasts what brock did those runs those passes the one to Ayuk, and all that it's just yeah and i've just read a lot of articles saying it's all about campbell it's all about how the lions lost it and rightfully so they did i think um but we had to stay in there we had to make them lose it and we did so yeah (laughs)
0: Um, it's the same articles with the analytics. I think you, you've read the same as mine. And, and I was talking yeah. to Andy Chaps at half-time and he was saying what he's worried about if he was in that situation. He said Dan Campbell would have been going mental on the sidelines and the been chairs flipped. And his wording was, Carl Shanahan is calm, is personified. And I think that goes hand in hand, Najee. Carl's mm-hmm. coaching last night, the play calls, he stuck to the plan. Trent Williams has come out and said, we knew it wasn't ideal in the first half, but we weren't going to move away. It just needed to click. It needed, like George Kittle said, the momentum. Because I don't know if you chaps have seen Kittle was interviewed last week and he had a bit of an argument with one of the press officers who said momentum isn't a thing in football. And Kittle was like, well, you've never played football because, trust me, momentum <laughs> is a thing. And and that's what that's happened. And I think it was nice to see Kyle get those flowers last night and the trust he has in Brock. But the one moment for me, Nadji, which cemented Purdy's MVP performance last night, was the scramble on the third down when he tucked it. And then when I watch it back, Debo just misses his block and Brock went yeah. straight in the back of straight Debo if you go Debo, and watch yeah, it. Because yeah. Debo even said himself, he said, afterwards I was worried that I'd injured the quarterback. And the look looking around <laughs> and he said, it, literally, if he hits that block, Purdy's run that in and we're looking similar to when number seven used Always to do it for us drive, and yeah. it was yeah, just yeah. great to see and he put the team on his back we said this last week Nadji a, a lot of the talking heads are twenty four points can't wait to listen to what they say this week I mean Pat McAvee came out last week and was very supportive but that's why I've nicked that 27 points of five consecutive yeah. drives that, so to I'm be honest Paul for
2: to be honest Paul that was a genius play by Debo who uh, stopped Purdy there <laughs> because the resulting two players after that took another 60 seconds off the clock.
0: Oh, yeah. 100% yeah. and that's it's fine margins like that we're going to get under Campbell oh, yeah. and his path down and but it's just great go on,
3: to see go on, you you've been quiet.
0: terrifying yeah, well, for abroad.
3: I know, I know. For brock. The,
1: uh, excitable children. I I know what it's like. <laughs> well I'll I'll wrap up the brock. I think uh, I think you have covered most of it really but I think there's going to be the haters who are going to be quiet. Because I think that kind of performance in the season, people can, but it's the NFC Championship game and your season's about to end and you're staring that 17 point deficit in the face. And there's a lot of other quarterbacks, perhaps better quarterbacks who wilt in that situation. I think that is the difference. It's what we've mentioned on and off all season. It's the intangible, the leadership and what I put the bounce back ability just your ability to just go out there and do it all again. Uh, When you've played badly, when you're in a hole, you just go out and you run the offence. And, yeah, he managed the absolute out of that game. So... I mean, if he's a game manager, he is the best game manager who's ever played the game. So, if we want to call it like that, but I, it, I thought it was good to see him running. I did have him down as a rushing touchdown, and I thought I was going to get it, and I thought it was going to be about a thirty-yarder. I was, ah, oh, but um, perhaps sensible that he does, he does go to ground. Um, but that's good to see because when he, when he first came into the team, he did have that scramble ability, and I think obviously he had a, perhaps a bit more leeway in his rookie season of just. Okay, we're not going to put too much on you, and Kyle's obviously wanted him to stick more in the in the pocket, but I think he's got better. He's he's got to know when to run, and he chose his time well, and he did against the Packers with that uh, that nine yard. Um, rush, I think, on first down that set us up for the for the go-ahead touchdown. He's got that in his game. It's the decision-making, and it's the fact that nothing seems to bother him too much. And obviously, you tie that in with the fact that he can, he can make a load of good passes. He can make some poor passes. But you mentioned it right at the beginning. If you go and judge Lamar Jackson by what you saw on Sunday night, then MVP? But no one talks about that. They talk about an elite quarterback who had a bad game, and they had a, he had a bad game. In the biggest game he's ever played in, I'd much rather have an average quarterback who always has their best games in the biggest games. And Brock seems to kind of be doing that. Um, not in the regular season, but there we are. I think I think we've done. We'll probably come back to Brock because he is fairly um, unavoidable um, for the praise. Hmm, where should we go? Immac- immaculate deflection. Go on. That's. Uh, I didn't think of that, and now I've seen it. It's a. Uh, it's obvious. This was yours, Paul, I think. um, Very good. Yeah. This is the thing where suddenly you think it's turning in our favour, just those little bits. And if people say, well, you were lucky to win, every professional sports team that's ever won anything in any sports has been lucky somewhere along the way. Um, That's just the way it is.
0: Paul, over to you. I mean, Lee called people mental for the superstitions um, in context. Naji had called a big player was coming in the discord group i was chatting to andy and he was getting very giddy and i said there's a turnover coming here then there's a pick six and then all of a sudden the turnover happened and then andy was like as if you've called that and the next player after the turnover was brock signaling that one and it was as if they suddenly had that shift of momentum and like right we're going to do a big play now the route ayuk ran <laughs> The defender covered him quite well. Should have been an interception. And what I wrote down is, fortune favours the brave. And let's face it, it bounced off his helmet. I used that to, to be there. At first, I thought it was a touchdown. I thought we were going to be talking about, like, the catch for the catch. On,
2: Paul, you, you thought it was a touchdown. At the box, we were cel- We were still celebrating what we thought was a touchdown when we actually scored the touchdown. <laughs> But, um, that's how long the celebrations lasted
0: I yeah. just wrote down Gareth that we touched upon this game manager with, with Purdy Carl just let him air it out he said after the game Purdy he was actually asked about this one he said what did you see and he said well Ayuk's my guy he was one on one in the coverage I made a play And it was just refreshing to hear. He was just open. He was honest. And Ayuk's come out. I don't know if you've seen. They've released the top 10 players of the weekend. And Ayuk's fuming because that one's not number one. They reckon (laughs) uh, Ryan Clark may have put the list together. But I just wanted to have a bit of fun with that one. It was a game changer. It was a momentum changer. And it was forever known as the Immaculate Deflection.
3: So I'll hand it over to you, guys. It's a good good nickname for it. Um, Yeah, two things about that. Yeah, the first thing is when Brock let it go, I wasn't scared that that was going to be a pick or anything. I thought, oh, somebody's open, this is a touchdown, uh, which is so refreshing compared to a few years ago, where you, all of our hearts sank every time Jimmy tried anything above 15 yards. Um, and uh, there was actually a flag on the play, which I know they picked up, but I reckon it was it was PI um because there was a bit of fighting before the ball got there or maybe defensive holding some some like that uh, so i think we would have got the ball pretty close to where it was anyway so i don't want to hear anything about luck uh, winning this game um the, the lions receiver, the young guy that's called to touch for his name now uh um, yeah Williams. he got he got one as well uh, umbri Basically had the ball in his hand, uh-huh. and he wrestled it back. So you know, luck one one at this at this point. Um, and if they win the game, maybe we talk about this play being the turning point. You know, it's it's one of those. But yeah, it definitely started something, um, put us back on the right side of the momentum, especially after the turnover, especially after scoring the three points, because we needed points on, on our first drive coming out of the of the half, and. Just clawing back to within one score, one touchdown, just change. I think that did change the whole game. And yeah, you, you did get a bit lucky because the ball has to bounce, you know, a certain way for it to be there for you to catch it. But remember uh, Eli Manning's play in the Super Bowl. How lucky is that? Do you remember Julie Nedelman? Catch against the Falcons, uh, yeah. about a millimeter off the ground. And it's still a concentration. Still yeah, catch yeah. Him. It you know these these people are super athletes. They are very good at what they do, and Ayuk just showed that he's immensely good at uh, being a number one receiver. I love BA and. uh He's gonna get paid, I think, this off season, rightfully, uh, rightfully. So just gotta yeah, add, It was,
0: Parif. It was actually six or three left on the clock when that happened. It was twenty four ten, so it was quite an important time in the game because if that one is picked off, the momentum suddenly stops. So yeah,
3: absolutely. Um.
2: So I'm, i obviously I, I don't really have much to say about that. You've, you've covered all that uh, quite well. But it does kind of segue quite nicely into my, my very first point, which is a point that Gareth had made when he started the show, and a river of emotions, because mine kind of ebbed and flowed um, up to a certain point. The, the first half, like I said, when in, in the cold reality of the first half, seeing it live, I thought we were garbage. I thought we played really poorly. Um, I, I was quite down, as was everybody. Uh, and what was difficult was obviously my job was to keep everybody up. So I, t- I tried my best to do that. And um, I can't remember if it was just before half time. It was actually during half time. During half time, I'd been down to the gents and I was talking to Jonathan and Ruth Green on the way back and uh, et cetera. The concern I have is that we aren't built to come back from behind, even if it's a small number, and this is a big number we're not built to do that and I don't think we can but literally 20 seconds later once I go back to the bar I turn around to Andy Hudson and said right all we need to do is score <laughs> on our first drive of the second half make a stop and then score yeah. on the next one and it's a three point game it's yeah. dead easy that's all we need to do and, and Andy was like what have you been drinking down there, the gents? Because you went down there, one person came back a completely different one. And like I said, at that point, I hadn't had alcohol and I haven't had any tonight, even though I can't talk. And um, I said, that's a very good point, Andy. Right, barman, can I have four fireballs, please? (laughs) (laughs) So I lined them up, started drinking fireballs during half time, because I was kind of up and down, up and down. I was like, I think I was going through a bipolar episode. Um, One minute I was so high, the next minute I was so low, and I was thinking, what on earth am I doing to myself here?
3: And and that kind of... I caught the 130 on my watch, uh, my heart heart rate. Really? At one one point. I I need to check mine,
2: actually. I (laughs) need to check mine. So it kind of (laughs) eased us into the third quarter where I was thinking about what I'd said to Andy right, we need to score on this first drive. And we did. We scored. Granted, it was a, it was a, um, it was, uh, was it a field goal? Yeah, it was a field goal. It was a field goal. And then they came. And when they got that fourth down, before they'd even snapped the ball, I turned around to Andy Hudson and said, this is it. This is the turning point. This is where we're going to win the game from here because we're going to make that stop. It's going to be a momentum changer. And I said on the podcast, "It's win the turnover battle you're going to win playoff football and sure enough from that point that was the big momentum changer and you could see it you could see it in um, Dan Campbell's face he he almost went ashen he he was confused right what do I do next and it was so obvious to us in in the box that the whole atmosphere changed immediately it wasn't just a case of oh well we've got a better look so we've got got a chance suddenly everybody was Right, we've got this. We've definitely got Yeah, the got stadium this.
3: got louder. You, mm. yeah. you you could hear it from the couch, so uh,
2: Well, the stadium yeah. got louder and obviously the, the benefit of watching it on TV rather than being in the stadium, you could see the Lions players' faces, you could see yeah. the coaching faces, and you could see they were absolutely dumbstruck by the, by that one player losing that fourth down. And it did it completely changed the game. And like I said, for the for the first half my my emotions were up and down, and lord. And then once we got to seven minutes and three seconds left in the third quarter, that was it. That was I'll it. F-
0: Do you not finally that since we started doing this, I wanted to remind everyone from that. We are four fans. You were there hosting last night. Me, Gareth and Nadji had major fear of missing out. We're not experts. We're fans. We love this team. I'm always known as being ever the optimist. And maybe because I had to be quiet. You went for a fireball. I'm very English. Went for a cup of tea. Shortbread Biscuit, Drop Nadia message, Drop Paul Scrimshaw message. But I said it last week, I didn't have that sinking feeling. I I just thought, this team's not done. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of football to play. Me and Connor were texting because you'd nicked Jay Peplow off me, so I had to replace someone else. So We talk about people's superstitions. I still had some in place. Um, I was very worried about our good friend Brett Sinclair because I'd synced all my streams up Lee, so you couldn't come to Darlington and smash my face in this week. And Brett. Did he watch, the, did he watch did he see the game? Did he watch the game? He, he? Um, he had oh. a nice sleep, Nadji, once. Oh, A little nap,
2: wasn't it?
0: <laughs> so, in our group chat this morning, Brett pops in. Morning, lads. Didn't watch the game. Set my alarm clock wrong. Now, it's probably my fault as well, Brett. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's always my fault. But we joke on. The reason we've mentioned the emotional rollercoaster, Gareth, is this community. As much as I love the team, I love the community. It was weird sitting at home seeing Lee hosting there was a funny story where I got some video footage shared it and then Lee messaged me and was like how on earth have you done that I said put it this way buddy if I was there I'd have come and said hello yeah but it was just like you said Lee obviously we talk about the curse and stuff but I'm glad that was smashed and it was great to see the change on social media as well because I was monitoring that yeah. and then the positivity in the group and Super.
3: It's a, it's a good segue into talking about the Lions and shout out to Andy, I listened to the pod your, your friend, I think it was, he was really good and uh, his analysis of the team was pretty spot on um, yeah. I think the emotion that got to Dan Campbell that scared him a little bit uh, definitely got to it and to come back to the emotion thing obviously I'm in a, I'm in a weird place right now but at halftime I was pretty contempt that I, if we'd lose this game at least we'd lost it to a better team on the day anyway. Uh, they were really playing a lot better than us. And, and kudos for that. You know, I'm, I've never had a problem losing to a better team when we got beat by the Ravens uh, on Christmas Day. We just got, you know, beat by a better team. Um, what you never want to see is uh, the team beating itself. And I'm glad we had the fight in and we made them doubt. And then, and then what? I don't know if you guys agree, um, as much as it's a Niners win, I think it's very much a Detroit loss. Mm. Um, I think they they very much botched it uh, as hard as they could, and I mean we made them botch it. It's not something like they did by themselves by having penalties and turnovers uh, galore. Um, but uh, yeah, if we want to talk about the fourth call, the fourth down calls, I I would have gone for it before the half to put a dagger in. And still beat 14 points up, still two score game. I know three scores is better, but really not really not that much three points. And then he went for it twice when he shouldn't <laughs> when he gone for it twice. He should have kicked a field goals. And I think it comes to my point with the experience. And you know the Jamia Gibbs, the rookie fumble, the Josh Reynolds. I mean I know he's a veteran, but the two drops and you know Jared Goff sailing on fourth down. I think it, the Lions are have learned a lot of this game, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see them again in this kind of game very soon, in in a year uh, or so. Um, yeah, I'm, I was hugely impressed by the Lions. I didn't really follow them this season. Um, being the lions <laughs> yeah, and being relevant for the first time really uh it's you know the nfs shifting so you have to try and shift your perception too uh but yeah no i was really impressed and uh, had we lost this game uh the, you know if the if the game had carried on the way that it did in the first half i would have been. I'd been st- well done. Good luck against the Chiefs, kind of thing. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad we mm-hmm. fought for it. And it was beautiful to see, obviously. Um, Very biased here. But um, what did you guys think? Do you think, do you generally think their lack of experience and the over emotion of Dan Campbell on the sideline trying to probably do too much? Yeah. Uh, as Certainly the,
1: the experience, I think that was something that was reassuring me. I think I also had that at the half-time. I was looking at the scores and thinking, could we score 14 points a quarter for the next two quarters? Yeah, of course we could. With the players we've got, absolutely we could. And you're thinking, well, as long as the defence can tighten up, we're still in this because we know our offence. The Jimmy offence, you knew it took us ages. We'd have to grind out yards and it would take us a long time to score. With this offence, we've seen it before. Fishbass boss, two or three passes or a thirty-yard run. We've gone down the field and scored in twelve seconds when we've needed it. Uh, we've been able to do that. There's something about that in this team. And I thought this experience, I've there was a little bit of flashback. Seeing Kansas City in the in the uh, Super Bowl, there was that little flashback. Particularly, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. A shame for the Lions, but not a lot of sympathy for. Um, Gardner, Chauncey Gardner, Johnson, Johnson waving uh, at the fans and that little yeah. bit of all smiles on the sideline. I thought, I've seen that before. And I remember it going really badly when you've seen that mentally we've got this game won. And I think that's the inexperience. And I think they are a young team. I think they will be back. Um And for all the sympathy of it, we've been there the last two years and that's what's built the the strength in this team to come back from that because we've been through that loss. You have to go through that grinder to get sharpened up enough to be able to come back when you when you need it. And that's what I think the Lions didn't have. They just didn't have the players who can do that. Uh, Dan Campbell's obviously been getting a lot of flack about those fourth down calls. I thought the, most, the interesting thing about that is obviously he's got his philosophy he's stuck to it. Perhaps the worst thing to do is start second guessing yourself if you get oh, all the absolutely. way to the championship game and then try and do things differently. But the thing it made me think of is when uh Shanahan gets all the criticism for being too conservative. And yeah. Kind of that's that game is exhibit A of why you sometimes take the points when they're there.
3: No, I'm absolutely. Ins- Insight is 2020, isn't it? <laughs> That's what it's Andy conscious. said, Naji.
0: We mentioned Andy. So, Andy will be joining us later in the week. Understandably, he's wanted to have a bit of time, but he's been texting. He congratulated me as soon as the game finished. We actually had a chuckle because in 1957, the Lions overcame a 24 7 mm-hmm. lead at half time. So, for those people who were superstitious, roles have reversed. But Andy did say to me that. Dan Campbell has stuck to his principles. Like you said, Gareth, he's done it all season. The one for me was when it was 27-24. And it wasn't a gimme field goal because their kicker kicks in the dome. It was probably at the edge. Yeah, he might yeah. have missed it anyway. And he's decided to, as you said, and trust Jared Goff and trust his um, playmakers? Yeah. But that for me was when you think, you tie that at 27-27. Does that change the momentum a little bit? And, you know, it was weird. The emotion we all had in the first half to then all of a sudden be 10 points up. And then people were starting to make Super Bowl plans. It was like, hang on, lads. There's still two and (laughs) a half minutes left on the clock. And we all know two and a half minutes in an American football game isn't, you know, as straightforward. But I think the Lions have shocked a lot of people. The Lions fans themselves are quite impressed. Um, I did a show last week, Nadji, with another Lions fan. And he said he's waited 30-odd years for January football to be meaningful. And um, now he's actually got, two playoff wins and they're in the nfc championship game mm-hmm. so the worry for them gareth would be did they come back next season i well done or yeah one? um
3: i've read i've read a few uh reaction uh from Le- people that went to levi and that said that it was the best atmosphere they've ever been in with uh, visiting fans and apparently they did turn up in in quite a mass which mm. is impressive coming all the way from detroit in such short notice so uh yeah i i think they're uh i quite like them um especially yeah, I'm a big guy too. That we beat them. <laughs> to be honest, the, the, I would have preferred between the Cowboys or some. Yeah, uh, it feels really. a bit nicer. Uh, but yeah, obviously, sorry, you were just in our way. We we have plans uh, which uh, we need to execute. Uh, yeah, better better the next time. It, they played really well. I, I was usually impressed by, uh, by how well they played. Uh, but yeah, I, if I were you, I would uh, maybe draft some QB, Chad Goff. Hmm.
1: He's, um, answer, they like him
3: and he likes him he's i mean he's, j- he's because, i think uh, you're right he start under pressure he can take, you, he can that's, take that's you that a, far can't he uh, yeah and, if, um, if you guys start under no, pressure he he's good if you give him time but in this league it's very rare that you get this high in in football and don't face a stout pass rush that will put pressure on uh in one way or another and uh I don't know if we want to talk about our defence, but it's a good segue. I thought Wilks actually made really good adjustments in the second half and just put the ball in golf's hand and said, look, if you're going to beat us, we're not going to beat us on the, on the ground because that's too easy. Uh, you're going to have to work hard for it. And it, it paid off.
2: So, so that kind of segues nicely into my third point, which was the missed opportunities. The amount of missed tackles in, in the missed first tackles. half was just unbelievable. Sure. For, for all, the Lions did play really, really well in the first half, and I think we were all blown away by how well they played. There was opportunity after opportunity after opportunity for us to stop them, and the missed tackles were just diabolical, especially for this stage of the season. So you can't have the excuse of being rusty because you played last weekend. It was just poor tackling. And I think that that put us in a hole where it put a lot of pressure on us.
0: Yeah, the run defense was poor at the start of it. It seemed flat and missed tackles. And I mean, I don't know if you've seen Chase Young. There's been a bit of criticism on, I think it's their second or third touchdown where Chase Young just doesn't seem to be putting the effort in. Yeah. But we'll think that was across across the
2: board, Paul. Um, yeah, there was a Fred one
0: on a, on yeah, a few times. Yeah, it was just there was one play in particular I've seen Baldy broke it down, and then yeah. and I think
3: it's just symptomatic of of the whole thing, and it's easy to point fingers. I I was very surprised at how far our linebackers were lined up. They were always about seven yards deep. Uh, I'm very scared of the in route by LaPorta and some and Sen Brown. Rightfully so, those two guys are really good. Um, but I just thought we could creep in a bit. and, also start the box and, and i mean we did eventually it's just it took a little while yeah i during the game i you know i wanted to mention uh hargrave because for the amount of noise it made when we signed him and what he should have brought to this d-line I, and i know armstead gets a lot of flack for not being on the stat sheet but where's hargrave um I don't think he's showing. I, and he, he, I'm not saying he's playing bad. Don't, don't get me wrong. He's disruptive and he's making people around him a lot better. But I, I would just expect a little bit more from him. And hopefully, the Super Bowl is when he's going to shine and make I think he showed
2: luck. a lot more of it at the start of the season.
3: Yeah, yeah he's he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah he's, mm. he's tailed off a bit. Whether or not well, the fact that,
3: that Kinlo that is in a lot. No, the, the fact that Kinlo is still rotating a lot for him is, is kind of weird as well. Yeah. considering we're probably not going to keep Kinlaw uh, at all. Um, I, I think we, we definitely miss Clayton Farrell quite a bit. Um, they definitely would have had a, a harder time um, running on us. Gregory is not so much of a, of a run tackler than uh, than Clayton Farrell is. Uh, so hopefully we can get him back for the Super Bowl. That will, uh, that will help, definitely. Um, He's but, just like had uh, surgery, hasn't he? Is he done then? Is he? Oh, is he done? done. Okay, sorry, I think you, I think you missed that when. Yeah,
2: yeah, you you will have done. Yeah, Yeah. I knew you. I knew you got surgery.
3: I knew you got hurt. It was against the the Rams, right? So uh, you mentioned the linebackers,
0: Greenlaw put that hit on Laporta and then didn't see him get up. And do you think Hargrave? It's more the way wilkes is using them because he's more of a db specialist he's like and-
3: armstead i think we it's just expectation and what he actually does on the field um you know armstead is just they just work so hard in the middle to make bossa and you know, and farrell chase young on the other side look and fred looks so much better that it doesn't show up but especially when we get run over up the middle you just want somebody that big mm. and that strong to do just a little bit more to not get beat or double team so easily or fight through it and be a bit more of a nuisance. Um, you know, that's that's all. It's it I'm nitpicking because we turned it on uh, it in was, the second. It half. was a bad half
1: though. If that game could yeah. have gone differently and, and we would be talking about that.
3: Because I, I was thinking yeah.
1: that at half time we've it, it's the defensive line is the unit we've sunk all these resources into. And since oh, last year with, with D'Amico We've signed Hargrave and then we had to top up with Randy Gregory and then we had to top that up with Chase Young. And it's still not as good as it, the unit was last year with the journeyman, I don't think. And I think that's that's possibly something, as you've touched on with, with the coaching, um, that I was thinking, if this game doesn't go well, what are we going to be saying on the, on Monday evening? And I think that's, that's an area where that, that unit that we thought was a strength has underwhelmed a little bit and certainly got exposed because they got pushed around by a very good O-line. Um, yeah. But that's what you get. This time of the season, you're going to face good units everywhere, particularly in the trenches. Um, and, yeah. and perhaps it's, you know, we know that that's not necessarily our strength, our O-line, but we thought that at least the D-line was. Um, and it was a bit humbling to see those massive run lanes just, you know, they unzipped the defensive line and we're yeah. getting straight through it. Um, and, and fair play. we. For, however, the, either the Lions moved away from it or we were able to shut that down in the second half uh, because if they'd been able to keep that going, it would have been a different That's result. Let's yeah, face it, sure. it would have been. Sure. I, I was I was going to have that as one of my points, but I thought no, I'll keep upbeat and uh, and happy, and we can we can talk oh, about those. That's,
3: that's what we do on this show. We uh, we criticize when critics are yeah. due. We've got a big game coming up, and we need to get better. We have so. it.
1: Yeah, you're right, and that's I think the problem. A lot of areas, of course, defense the pro ball.
3: The
1: defense in particular do, could do with
0: that. Uh, um, do, do, do you know we up. like to uh, defend Brock Purdy on the show? I've just seen a tweet, Gareth. Apparently, the second half that he had. No other quarterback in the NFL has done that in the last 30 years. His completions, his throw, his rushing. It's just another... I've just seen it flash up there and I'm like, I'll mention that one. Because yeah, not
3: yeah. bad for I mean, a it's, manager. it's Brock, it's isn't it? It's just Kyle.
1: Yeah. Kyle did that. Kyle Kyle ran those yards, obviously. Yeah, yeah.
3: No, it's Brock. It's, it's, people are going to keep pushing the goalpost and he's just going to keep pushing back uh, every time by saying, well, look, I'll just do something... Somebody's never done before, and then maybe you are pushing those posts. But yeah, he's uh, he he's has very, to do it good. to bail out
0: Jake Moody, doesn't he? Because again, another miss from Moody. I did yeah. think, oh god, I saw Rhys and Robbie talk again. It's alongside Fire fight other hand. The first half, and you said like you said, Lee, you go back and watch that game. Our twelve player opening drive was actually quite impressive, but then the Moody field goal miss, <laughs> and yeah. the fact that they just ran it up the other end and scored mm. their first touchdown. Reminds reminded me of the game that Lee was at last year, the Dolphins game, where they just scored that quickly on offense. I just oh, kind uh, of yeah. thought, they've scored too quickly.
2: So, so yeah. I said exactly the same thing to somebody in the uh, in the box last night. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Young Jack. I, I'd said it to somebody and said, look, this is exactly the same as the Dolphins game. Brock Perry's very first game.
0: Basically, yeah. Tracy went to make a drink because she's watched the first half. and She came back and she went, they're getting beat already. Cheers, Tress. Yep, we're getting people already. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, I will. I think we'll wrap it up with uh, with one of mine. The last one. The stars shine brightest in the darkest nights. And I think this was perhaps the difference. I, I did have this almost faded. This is the difference between having good players and having great players. And it is. It's the immaculate deflection. It's that Juwan Jennings going up that one-handed catch. It's the Christian McCaffrey where there's no yards there and he gets four. And it doesn't seem much in the grand scheme of things, but he does it over and over and over again, gets something out of nothing. And then he gets 20 out of five. Yeah. Um, but it's all of our players stood up that. It was it was going to be a team win and a team loss. I know there are all, all these cliches, but I can't think of anyone who didn't, certainly on the offensive side, put an absolute shift in. Charlie yeah. Warner, um, yeah. as always, he's always there. He's always doing something. And yeah. even though the defence was struggling, I think they kept at it. The defence you didn't see, as you've seen with potentially other teams, the finger pointing, particularly in the secondary, or the frustration yeah. with each other. You You see it with the team, but you see every player frustrated with themselves. You don't see them pointing the fingers at each other. And you just, you can clearly see like the leadership of Fred is, we just get back and work. They've got first and 10. This is just another chance to to go and take the ball off them. We'll, we'll just go through this. You saw all of our top players just stand up in that game, whether it was just that it was that one or two catches from Kittle. Obviously, Debo had a good game. The O line had a bit of a tough night, but again, they just kept at it and they just trusted Brock and keep at it. And if we fold, you know, Brock's going to get something with his yards and we'll go with his legs and we'll go again. And I think this is this is the difference. This is what the last two or three seasons of disappointment have created, the, uh, being able to keep a team like this together with the players that we've got and the way they've been sharpened and the way they play together as a team. Um, and that was the, that's what you can't get out of stats. And that's the sort of comeback that you can't get just by being good players. You, you you get that by being great players on a great team um and yeah. i I've tried to, you all know what i mean but I don't think yeah yeah no we, you, we'll spend an hour trying to put it into words yeah obviously. I
2: absolutely love what you've just said Gareth but I'm really yeah. disappointed that you missed out one of the the, the best players of the whole game juice
0: oh so, make ma- that for you
2: making a catch like a a wide receiver one. Yeah, would make.
3: There, and, yeah, and it wasn't just the two just, catch you had, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't just the, the catch,
2: it, it was it's the, the throw as well. It was the scramble and the throw yeah. and the catch, and it was just great. It was like slow motion, it was, yeah. it looked like slow motion. And to me, that was one of the players of the game,
3: yeah. Oh, absolutely. Play.
0: Gareth is this team is special. We've been saying this all year. Listen to us, we know what we're talking about, and enjoy it. Andy, Lions fan, has said. That season's been one hell of a ride. Reached out, texted me. Lee was texting me half time, saying that if the Niners lose, we'll go up to the Super Bowl with Andy in Newcastle and we'd achieve the Lions on. And it was a great game of football to watch. It was a game of the hit, a game for the ages. The emotional rollercoaster, the first half. But this team is special. I'm excited. Obviously, we've got nothing to talk about for two weeks now, have we chaps, after this show? <laughs> the
3: with, Pro, Bowl, Pro Bowl review oh, and yeah. preview.
1: What are we talking about? <laughs> oh, that's that's a shame. All the guys get denied. Uh, we've got a team money. full of Pro Bowlers, and now they can't go. But all those can't alternates go. will be happy, won't they?
3: Be, yeah, there, absolutely. $80,000 or whatever it is they get for turning up. <laughs> absolutely echoing what you said, though. Um, everyone turned up. Absolutely everyone when it was clutch. Debo breaking tackles and... CMC landing on his head and <laughs> making plays all over. Mitchell scoring that touchdown. I wish he hadn't though and took a little bit more time off the clock, so we didn't have to almost die on a onside kick. Uh, that was very stressful. But yeah, Mitchell Jennings, uh, Debo, how are you kittle to amazing catch. Juice. Uh, you know, Conley was in for that for the that, uh, recovery. Uh, everybody pulled a shift in. Everybody was stuck together this is a championship team and uh and it, it took a while to build it but it's there it's, it was beautiful to watch that that comeback and uh all we needed was just a little bit of tiny bit of luck and and then we so mean- it and let
0: it go you know is this where we dropped the lad in the Discord group, Nigel, when we were lining up for the onside kick? And he said, The last time Kittle did this was against Detroit, and he muffed it, and they won the game. And I was like, yeah. Why are you putting those vibes <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, universe no. with that a minute so to go? Stressful. And it was a, the emotional rollercoaster, like I said earlier, Gareth, two minutes in. I was seeing text messages, plans for Super Bowl meetups. And I was thinking, This game isn't over yet. But yeah. Kittle sealed it. It was great to see
3: yeah, all the players in there. To Absolutely.
0: So, yeah. score prediction wise,
3: Mm, oh yeah, are, going, are, we do, are we doing player watch first or predictions, call predictions first?
1: Uh, go, let's do player watch. Yeah, we haven't teed up the score predictions. Player player watch. I'll, I'll I'll start. I think demo we had.
3: <laughs> no. Oh, I think you you are about to disappear. Well, Paul's player watch is not. It, you know, it's not. It's yeah, I mean, I can crack
2: on with my play watch if you want, because I'm unhappy <laughs> to do it. Because when I rewatch the game, I I paid particular attention to Colton Mcivert. And yep. if I counted correctly, I think he only allowed two pressures, and one of them I'm I'm gonna not worthy of counting that because um, John Feliciano uh, allowed the the bigger pressure, and that was on the uh, interception. But yeah, I, I thought Colton mckivitt had a really good game. I think he handled Aidan Hutchinson better than I expected him to handle him. And I think it's a little bit unfair, some of the flack that uh, Colton McKivitts gets. And I think it's a lazy narrative. That's what I think it is. I think it's because he's an it? easy target. And yeah. to me, because because he's the guy I've been watching um, pretty much all season long, I, I know that's wrong. I know, I know it's all based off that first game. And he's grown. And I I think it's wonderful what, how he's been playing. No. Yeah. Um, but so it ties
3: you know, in it also ties in into that what Gareth was saying about star shining bright. You know, Hutchinson is supposed to be the superstar defensive player. Exactly. That was supposed to take on the game and change it. And he was largely absent and yeah. even got pancaked by George Kittle. So it's something you you don't want to see from your from your your studs. Um, you know, if you compare it to Nick Bosa on the other side, who had two sacks and made himself felt. Uh, yeah, no, Colton McKiewicz has really grown into in, into a good right tackle. I hope we can keep him and I hope he can get better, which I think he will, um, which is great. Uh, yeah, Feliciano, not so. But yeah. His, his best Lee? moment was picking I think it was Joe,
2: Joe Feliciano, number 50.
0: Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, actually, Ronnie Bell is a healthy scratch, but I want to put to bed some rumours that I started. We have no proof that El President uh, Kevin Keegan-style phoned in to Santa Clara. <laughs> However, it's a good story to put out there. And if I had Photoshop Lee, your face was getting put because I know you're a Sunderland fan. I know the reference of you and so, Keegan. Yeah. Well,
2: so me and Andy talked about that on the train home today. We were saying, you can tell Paul doesn't follow soccer because there's no way he <laughs> should have put Kim Keegan in, in with me.
0: It was just tug <laughs> in cheek because everyone was like, what was said at half time? And I know you were hosting and it and things. But yeah, Ronnie Bell, healthy scratch 19. <laughs> Might not see him yeah, again. So number 10 but, might be
3: free next year. <laughs> but rightfully so, I think. He, yeah. he they definitely lost the chance to play in those games. and uh, he, uh, Hopefully he'll learn from it. And he'll kick himself for not being on the field who he's made. Good and, season uh, and yeah, yeah hopefully well. that'll rally him. Come on, Demo, and then I'll do GIA. Uh, I,
1: was, I was just going to leap on, on uh, as well. And it, one yeah. thing people have to remember, of course, is Trent Williams is at the other side. So he is going to get picked on. Every defensive coordinator is going to go look at that line and say, where am I going to attack it? And it's going to be McKivitt every single snap. And the fact that he doesn't fold on 50% of those, particularly towards the end of the game, because he puts a shift in because he gets picked on by a rotation of pass rushers, which you can do. He's there every single snap. You can bring different pass rushers. You can, you can, you know blitz from different positions he's got a shift in every single game so yeah, yeah. i've uh i've got no complaints for that I yeah think big, did, yeah, didn't have his best game, for, um, yeah but up. um i still think he's got another good game in him this season so maybe he's just saving it but i think it it was difficult i think fred warner obviously stood out but it was difficult to really pick anybody in the secondary i think who really um stood out as having a good game
3: gibson obviously with the, gibson the yeah, he,
1: yeah he forced the uh he forced the fumble um, obviously, you listened to the previous show where I'd said he'd been a bit of a non-factor this season. So he, uh, he's, he's obviously pulled his socks up on that.
3: Yeah, um, I think talking to Jair uh, about Jair, um, and I, I think, Paul, you, you mentioned that, um, oh about the, the whole secondary, and it's a good segue into Jair Brown. I, you said in in a preview show, uh, I, and I totally agree, we really felt like we missed to Funga in that game. Uh, that was a game for Refunger. He would have he would have had so many tackles. All those the the Williams touchdown, uh, you know the Gibbs touchdown. I don't think they happen with Huff on on the field. And the uh, Brown's growing into it, but he's he's still. Uh, I, you can tell sometimes he's just afraid to make a mistake, and then he's a step slower, and then he does indeed make the, the mistake because he hasn't taken the chance. Um, he's a lot safer than Huff in in, in his tackling, and he's not has just full on no breaks kind of kind of player. I like him a lot, though. I think those two, when they if Gibson decides to retire, it's going to be electric backfield with the Brown, yeah, and he's learning. I, I think he really wasn't supposed to play this year um at all and uh being frosted in such a big game in such a big stage uh it didn't get bit deep on that there was a couple of uh fake plays and it was there or thereabouts in in a the, the guy's first so, where was it? it they tried that that pass to golf and then golf launched it oh, the uh, and then they, tr- yeah. they tried the flea flicker and they tried something else where They gave it to Montgomery and then he passed it to the side and tried to launch it. It was kind of thereabouts, didn't really get beat that deep. He was there to make a play, which is good to see. And this is what I mean. I think he's he's playing so safe sometimes that he's he's almost too safe to make the one step. He needs to make the tackle just a little bit earlier than he needs to be. uh, And then just gives up first downs on you know third and 18 and that kind of stuff but yeah no good good performance overall he's growing he's getting better and that's all we can ask for somebody that's starting wise sixth game seventh game maybe uh, rusted into into this high power defense uh so yeah that's good big big game coming up (laughs) so let's (laughs) go into
1: uh score predictions then if you've got the uh Uh, it's uh so it's getting tight. Look at
3: that. It's getting very tight. Uh, yeah, well done. You guys have... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to say I'm very happy that I'm still in there, considering I haven't watched any football for the past two weeks and have no idea what's going on, <laughs> apart from last night. Um, yeah, Lee and Gareth nailed on the Niners' score, 34. Well done. Uh, very very well done 26 uh lee for the lions that was that was pretty close and then adding then they that touchdown at the end yeah. um and then 27 for gareth same again and then they scored that touchdown and went for the field goal you would have been uh bang on pretty much as uh, so that would have been a of points uh paul and i both five points so the table is paul still first 92. i'm second with 90. gareth is third with 89 and lee uh, bringing the rear with only one point behind 88. There's four points, one game to go, all to play for. This is perfect. This is a perfect ending of this uh, prediction league. Uh, It's been a lot of fun. I have good news. Um, We have found a way to involve uh, you, the public. We've been trialing on Discord. I think we'll keep it on Discord, because there's a lot less people If put on Facebook. It's going to be a a data dump, and it's going to be very, very, very hard to manage um we don't have the server space to <laughs> run that many numbers i think um so yeah we'll keep you on this call so if you want to join into the prediction league next year uh join this call and you'll be able to compete against us essentially there will be an extra column which will be the people and uh, we'll see if they win if they win uh i guess we'll just have the honorary trophy uh, which is it's over there somewhere um the trophy will be yours to the people and we'll uh, um, some will, some, whoever's won it this year will keep it nice and fresh for you until else uh, wins it. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's good. It's fun, this. Uh, one more game. We'll see if Lee decides to say the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> there could be some tactical voting on the, uh, in the last in the last week, couldn't there? In the It'd last be, I, week,
3: there's going to be I, tactical yeah.
2: voting. Come on, not You've I been did tactical out, voting since midway through the season.
3: Yes. <laughs> I did point out that even even if you predict... A Chiefs win. If you don't get any other score right, you will only get five points. And if we predict the Niners score bang on, we also will get five points. Therefore, going for the Chiefs win is—it's really not.
1: Mm. We may. How... We, we may. Depends if you like winning dirty points or not.
3: Yeah, that's it. I can't. I can't talk. I got. I got a lot of points by us losing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we maybe we'll rethink how we score the the winning team because maybe five mm. points is too much. We'll we'll think about it. We'll, we'll ask. Yeah, yeah. To, to it was a work it, in yeah. progress, wasn't it? Yeah, I think
1: it's at least it's kept everything tight. But it did feel yeah. like if we just randomly selected numbers, which basically we did, um, you might have ended up had with had much the same thing anyway. Yeah. So um, because I was just it has thinking... been so tight.
3: I was just thinking, less points for choosing the winner because it's only a 50-50, you You're gonna get five points.
1: Yeah, I didn't think we because yeah. we all pretty much are going to choose the niners for most games. Aren't
3: and we? and there's that it. too. Yeah,
1: let's face it. Um, there is there is no watch party news. Um, is there any other news to say other than any watch party news? We haven't got any.
3: Probably no uh, within a day or two, maybe three. And yeah, as soon as so we so will, we'll, we will. We're recording this problems. Monday,
1: so by the time this it's month. out, Tuesday we maybe. might have some news wednesday yeah. maybe maybe Possibly, tuesday night. yeah
2: so so that's kind of when i'm expecting it to break uh, wednesday or thursday oh, but we will go. get the news in the next couple of days but there, there will
1: be an event that's not there in down is it it's just Yes. Well, we know that we know the date yes,
2: there, there, there will be an event
1: but just don't know where
0: exactly so, what Lee's saying is you have to tune in the live at 8 p.m. on Wednesday. Cause Absolutely. to right, yeah. we right.
3: we will have some breaking news. Yeah, no, de- definitely tune, you know, there's something's going to happen for sure at some point, somewhere. <laughs> well, at some point, no, it'll be Sunday the 11th. Uh, 11th <laughs> yeah. But, yeah I uh, <laughs> that can tell you that. Um, but yeah, yeah, we, uh, as soon as you know, maybe a couple of minutes later for the, us to write a message, you'll know. Uh, we'll, we'll post it. For those everywhere.
0: people, who don't want to wait for the official watch party news if you are determined to go local Sarah's putting together the map that she always does so if you're arranging a local one if you live in Manchester and you're heading to a certain bar send Sarah the details and she's going to have that map ready um, because equally once the official watch party news breaks I know some people down south want it to be down south some people up north want it to be up north we, we can't please everybody but once we know we'll, we'll let it out That's uh, Sarah McClellan on, on Facebook group
2: and just something else about that as well. We don't have any say where it's going to be. <laughs> no,
0: absolutely not. No, I do respect people who live in Manchester asking for it to be Manchester. People who live in Glasgow asking for it to be well, in yeah, Glasgow. Yeah. You know, Everybody
3: I, wants their local. I, they, I've really? seen, yeah. I've seen so many bars putting um, Super Bowl watch parties in Manchester. I think there's at least four or five bars in Manchester that are doing it. If that's what you want to do, go there. It'll be, I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, but,
1: there we go. I think we've we've covered everything. I don't know that we can possibly cover everything out of that game in, in an hour. I'd say go back and watch it again. Or at least yeah, go and absolutely. watch the game I in like forty him. if you can. And yeah. you get more than that than the I decent fun sometimes find the NFL highlights, you think, What well, have you missed some of the key plays? You've mm. just done the scoring plays. But anyway, I, I would say that's one to definitely enjoy back. Unless you are a lions fan, because I, I do have it's some sympathy for the pain of that loss, given the pain um, that those that fan base has gone through over I was going to say recent years, but it 's not just recent years, it's over decades isn't it? Um, and yeah. that's can over you imagine being on the back end of that lost?
3: Well, I I think... Brutal. But they'll come back a bit stronger. That's the key point. In terms of pain, I think uh, the the NFC Championship last year might have been worse, maybe, because we knew we should have won that game and we couldn't, you know, having no quarterbacks in the game. Well, actually, Um, I I
2: said exactly the opposite to, uh, I think it was Neil Graham last night. uh, At the end of the first half, I said, this feels a lot worse because we've got no excuse. Last year, we had an excuse. We lost our quarterback.
3: Yeah, but it's just, you know, the opportunity taken away from you to compete in the Super Bowl just because, you know, Jimmy decided not to dress, which, you know. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, Ooh, it's, open it's going to. Uh... I know, sorry. Um, no, I mean, for, for Lions fan and Andy, if you're listening to this, I, I do really feel sorry for you. It, well, It It's going to make you a better team. I can guarantee you, you'll look back on it in a way. couple of years. And it's the NFL, it's brutal it's you know there's only one to win every year there's only one team the, that matters and it's, it's
1: those sort of losses they they will make your team or they will break your team yeah um, absolutely. And to be honest judging by dan campbell's persona um i i think the lines will be okay off that yeah i think you'll find you'll find the right way to use that
3: that's what i was saying wouldn't surprise me if this this is the exact same game next year and uh mm. In honor, what, and we have re- to
1: beat them again, Naji. Come yeah.
3: on. In honour of you returning, Naji,
0: I put something up in the background, which is just for you. Oh, a little cheeky yeah, nod.
3: Absolutely. So yeah, for those people listening, news.
0: Naji didn't know the news. He put a message in the group chat and said, why didn't you tell me my boy Justin's being looked after? We've been waiting to see you, Naji. I cracked that out on the live last week. Yeah. Who's got it better than us? Nobody. I'm not, sure so...
3: I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um, I think it's good for Justin. I'm not sure it's good for. But that's a rabbit hole we can get into. In... Mm,
0: yeah. it's, a, it's an off-season rabbit hole. Off-season yeah. rabbit hole. And it could have could be
1: worse. You could have been seen hardball at the Chargers at the um, uh, Seahawks. So, yeah, that would have. Yeah, oof, that would have been. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Right, lads. I think we should wrap it up. Thank you for joining me. Good to see you back, Uh, Maggie, as well. It's been great to have you uh, back on. Um, And thanks to everybody that listens to and watches the show. And thanks to everybody for sharing photos of the meetup. That was good to see. Um, Some great little stories there about people um, turning up, not knowing anyone, and finding best mates about 20 minutes later. Um, And that's, that's kind of what the meetups are about. I think that's a pretty common story, uh, and thanks to everyone who participated in the game day threads. I kept an eye on them. I don't often often dive in, um, but it's it's good to see uh, the interaction, and I think it's it's great that people can get involved and and not feel so so lonely. However, we let's not go over some of the uh, hot takes that were coming out at halftime. Um, again, I think it's just uh, the game ain't over till it's over. So we should have learned that from last week. We will be back on Wednesday with a live show and the Super Bowl uh, preview podcast will be out just a few days before the big game itself, because we'll make sure we're up to date with uh, any injury news or anything else like that. Um, And of course, we want to make sure you've got something to listen to, uh, to travel to the watch party for the Super Bowl. So there we are. That's it. 2023 NFL season has one game left and we are in it. It's Niners, it's Chiefs, it's Vegas, and it's Super Bowl 58. Fair to say, I think a lot of the players have been waiting for this revenge rematch. Um, I think a lot of the fans have as well, so I'm very happy with this uh, particular matchup. Enjoy your week, and go Niners. Go Niners. Super Bowl,
0: baby!
2: Bang, bang, the gang.
0: We love the San Francisco 49 is deep in the heart, like Joe Montana in the corner, D. Clark, Garrison Hurst, stiff Farm going 99, don't get it twisted, one and all, with five time, John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side.